0: You're listening to Media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. We are a multi-generational, Jesus-centered community of Scripture, faith, and grace located in Tallahassee, Florida, on the campus of Florida State University. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. We hope that the next few moments are a time when God speaks into your life by the power of His Holy Spirit about His Son, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three and One who comes in order to give us not an obvious or an easy choice but something that's true. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, let's play split the room. Let's see how this goes. So the question that I'm going to ask you is Coke or Pepsi. Keep in mind um, some of these people are are going to disagree with you. So that'll be okay. You know, no threatening words after church. That would be bad. So are you ready? Coke or Pepsi um, uh, okay. So those of you that prefer Pepsi, raise your hand. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, no, n- don't say anything bad about them. Um, all right. So um, uh, those of you that prefer Coke. All right. Okay. Good. Good. And some of you holdouts are, you know, you're those weirdos that are like, oh, I like Dr. Pepper better. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. And, and so it's, it, that, that's an it, it's an interesting thing, and it, it kind of uh, it actually got used in the nineteen seventies by by the Pepsi com, uh, Corporation as they did this big thing called the Pepsi Challenge. And what they would do is they would set up these little kind of booths. If you if you think about the sort of Charlie Brown booth that, that Lucy always sits in, it was sort of like that. And the, behind a cardboard sort of cutout thing, they would have two bottles or two cans of Coke and Pepsi. And what they would do is they they would say, they would set up and they would say, we want you to try each of these, a blind taste test, and we want you to tell us which one you prefer. And the whole idea behind that was that we tend to, just like everybody in this room, um, uh, we, we tend to gravitate towards the thing that came out first. We tend to gravitate toward the thing that has some, some sort of establishment in it. We tend to gravitate toward that thing that is first. And, and for most of us, we kind of think, oh, well, that's Coke. And, and Pepsi is just kind of the, the new kid on the block, if you will. And, and so what they were trying to do was they were trying to challenge that assumption. And as they did it, what they found out was that actually just over 50% of people preferred pepsi (gasps) i know it it, being this close to atlanta it almost seems like heresy to say that but that is what happened and people then out of that started going well oh well maybe i actually do prefer pepsi and maybe my assumptions have been challenged in a way that i'm actually going to go now and buy pepsi And so that works for us in the grocery store, but the problem is that it doesn't work other places, and particularly it doesn't work for us at restaurants when the server says, is Pepsi okay? (laughs) And many of us are like, no, <laughs> no, it's not. Give me sweet tea instead, or or what, whatever it is. And, and so you, you've got that kind of, you know, that, that issue of choice and the lack of choice at the center of what is going on here in this reading in John as Jesus finishes this sort of long back and forth, forth discourse with some of the people that have been following him as he, he gets into this stuff at the synagogue. and And so There's something here about a choice that's important. There's something here that that people are choosing, in fact, to not follow Jesus anymore. Uh, They they hear him say this crazy stuff, they think, as Jesus is telling them that they have to eat his body and drink his blood. Now, now, uh, honestly... That is a little challenging to hear somebody say, uh, well, so what you have to do is, well, cannibalism. It's even more challenging if you are a good Jewish believer and, and you believe that drinking the blood of something is especially bad because that's where the life force of that animal comes from. And, and so you go, Jesus, not only are you saying be a cannibal, a cannibal, but you're saying be a cannibal and drink cannibalistic blood. Oh, man. That's, that, that's a little bit too much, Jesus. And, and so as people are hearing this, they go, oh, that is, uh, that is not something that I want to choose. And so many times, that's where we are as Christians. So many times, that's where we are in terms of our walk with Jesus as well, where Jesus says something to us that sort of challenges us. Now, now maybe you're kind of okay with eat my body and drink my blood. And the fact that you're okay with that is kind of weird if you think about it, you know, like if, if Jesus says, eat my body, drink my blood, and you're like, I'm in, then that's bizarre. Yeah. You know, no wonder your your friends wonder about you being a Christian, but but you're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm down for that. But then he says something else and whatever that something else is... Whatever that something else is, as you read through the scriptures, whatever that is, as you, you go through your life as a Christian, whatever that is, when Jesus gives you an answer back on something that you've been praying about, uh, a lot of times those things are the things that we sort of push away from the table and we go, uh, Jesus, uh, thanks, but I I don't want to choose that. And Jesus kind of comes back at us and he goes, I don't care. (laughs) Jesus is like the unflappable waiter at our table. And he's going, well, is Pepsi okay? And we go, no, it's not. And he goes, well, Pepsi is what you're going to get. (laughs) Because this is what I have for you. And it's, it's actually good. It's actually something that is good for you. It's actually something that will raise you up on the last day, is what Jesus says. It's the true bread of heaven. It is good. But a lot of times it's not easy. A lot of times following Jesus is not a thing where it goes, Whoa, well, you know, everybody else is doing it, so I, I think I'm gonna do that. Sometimes maybe if you hang around with the, the you know kind of right crowd, then all of your friends are following Jesus. But a lot of times that's not the case. A lot of times it's not easy to follow Jesus because he calls on you to do some kind of strange stuff, some stuff that you know, other people around you might not be doing. Some stuff that maybe even you have to convince yourself that you want to do. A lot of times it's not easy, and a lot of times it's not even obvious. I mean, so, sometimes we, we think that Jesus is, is the obvious choice. That, well, of course I follow Jesus. Of course I am a Christian. Of course I'm following God. Of course I'm doing this. Because, well, in your story, that might be because you were raised up in this. Or, or in your story, it might be because you've recently converted, and you just go, I found this, and of course it's obvious to me now. But But most of the time, if you think about what it is to follow Jesus, those things aren't easy or or obvious at all. But they're true. And they're good. And and at some level, we, we have to say, well, true and good are probably better than easy and obvious. But that takes a lot for us to convince ourselves of that. because easy is easy and obvious is obvious and well those those things appeal to us and true and good are fine but a lot of times they're not real appealing so we're going to take the rewind button and we're going to rewind all the way back to this book of Proverbs that Bob was reading for us And we're going to go to the the first line of that chapter 9 in in Proverbs where it says that wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. And and the interesting thing about that is that uh, the the house that wisdom is building is not being built. It it has been built. It exists. It's out there. And there, there's not a thing where God is, is like constructing wisdom. God is like, no, wisdom is something that I set into motion when I created the world. Wisdom is the order of things. Wisdom is, is all of this good stuff. And In fact, what they're probably meaning by those seven pillars are the seven pillars the Jewish people at the time thought that the entire world sat upon. And so he's saying, the house of wisdom sits upon the thing that God created. And that thing that God created, that is what exists. It's true, and it's right, and it's good. But it's not being constructed. It's already there. Which is actually sort of good news for us, because that means that All somebody has to do is just point to it. All somebody has to do is just say, hey, this is not easy or obvious, but this has existed forever. And that's exactly what Jesus is doing to all of these people. He's saying, this is not easy or obvious. I'm not easy or obvious, but I have existed since those seven pillars were founded. I have existed. I am the wisdom of God come down as the bread of life for you so that you may be raised up on the last day and he's not going to be easy and he's not going to be obvious but he is going to be true and he is good And so as you go out into this week, a tough week for so many of us as we go out into this week, remember that Jesus, in the midst of your week, he's not going to be easy or obvious. But he will be good. And he will be true. And he will be there for you that entire time. So may you go into this week celebrating the fact that you know what is true. And that you know what is good. And may that bring you such joy and such peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to this media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. If you would like to financially support more media from University Lutheran, please visit our website and click the Give Now button, which will enable you to engage in the Christian discipline of giving tithes and offerings to God through His Church. May the Lord bless you and keep you May the Lord lift up his face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.